0: Okay. Let's do it to it. Oh, sorry, Haley, you gotta go act up. Just lay down. Every time I start to make a video or a podcast, the dog wants to act up. Welcome up uh round number two. Number two. Chuto video number two, as my friend Chuck would say. Um this is that time of the year um, that Christians celebrate what's called what's called the Holy Week for us Um, it also coincides with the uh, Jewish Passover week this year um I want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on. What's go what's going on? What why do we do all this? Uh today is Wednesday. So for Jewish folks, today is the start of Passover. I got my Bible back out. See this man? This is um the Bible. Whoops. Oak Ridge Church in Wellsville, Ohio, gave me this Bible when I graduated high school. And they do it for all the graduating seniors at the uh, church. And you can faintly, I can still see the inscription that they wrote John Morrow. Now it just says John. For I know. The plans I have for you, says the Lord. You know, I haven't read this since 1995. There are plans for good and not for evil to give you a culture and hope. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. This has really faded over the years. Something you I think it says giving you, no. Something God's blessings, Oak Ridge Presbyterian Church. May 28th, 1995. What's that say? Maybe it says asking you. No. Uh, Maybe it's I wish. No. Something in. Something that ends in ing. Could be sending. No. Not sure. Not sure what that last sentence starts out with, but what's this? This is a, a note with some Bible verses I wrote down in church one Sunday on the back of a of an offering envelope. And I have a I have a lot of things put in my Bible. Uh, a lot of um, church bulletins. This one must be from uh, Easter Sunday. It says He is risen on it. On the back, there's some verses. Um, the sermon was. was this is March twenty seventh, two thousand sixteen. Temptation, part four. Uh, John chapter twenty, verses one through eighteen uh the verses in the sermon that week were 1 Corinthians 15 chapter 15 verse 55 John 20 verses 1 through 18 again Luke chapter 24 verses 9 through 11 um John chapter 20 verse 9 and then I wrote down John 20 11 comma 15. Matthew 27. Verses 63. Through 65. Isaiah chapter 25. Verse 8. Hebrews chapter 2. Verses 14 and 15. And First Corinthians chapter 15. Verses 12 through 20. Um. If you have a Bible at home, you know all the kiddies are home at school this this week. And Sunday marked the beginning of Holy Week for Christians. Let's let's say it this way. It was Palm Sunday, which is the day Jesus made his return to Jerusalem. Um I said in an earlier video to start out in the book of Matthew at chapter 26, and you may even want to go back as far as Matthew 25. I put a little star next to this verse, so, Matthew 25 verses 1 through 4 reads, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom, but only five of them were wise enough to fill their lamps with oil. While the other five were foolish and forgot. So, it's saying, you know, Christ is the bridegroom and we must be ready for his return. So, the lamps represent being prepared for his return. And chapter 25 is, it's it's nothing but Jesus talking. Um... And then 26 starts off with when Jesus had finished this talk with his disciples, he told them, as you know, the Passover celebration begins in two days, and I shall be betrayed and crucified. And so 26, Matthew 26, chapter 26, the book of Matthew within the book of books, the Bible. 27, and it ends with chapter 28. Uh, It ends with, before Jesus is taken up to heaven in the whirlwind, whirlwind. Uh, Maybe I can enunciate today. Uh, Jesus told his disciples, this is the last... um, Part of Matthew 28, verses 19, and or 18 through 20. I have been, gee, he then, okay, let's just do this right. Verse 19, 28, book of Matthew. He told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and earth. Therefore, go make disciples in all the nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and then teach these new disciples to obey all the commandments I have given you, and be sure of this, that I am with you always, even to the end of the world. That's what's known as the Great Commission. Um, That was very important to me in 2005. I don't know what I was going through in 2005, but uh, 2005, I think somebody tested me on that verse, and uh, I came across it in my reading. You know, did Jesus really tell tell us to go out and evangelize to the world? And right there it is in his words from those 12 disciples <clears throat> passed down through Christians through out the ages the great commission you know we are disciples of the disciples of the disciples of the disciples of the go back to the original 12 disciples and it's our job to spread the gospel and teach the teachings of Christ and the Bible. So while the kidlets are trapped at home with you, Ma and Pa Kettle, you see, I think the worst thing that ever happened, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a Bible thumper for a minute here. Or thump my Bible and tell you right there. The everlasting, ever living word of God. And I'm gonna choke my stogie a little bit. While your kids are sitting at home wondering what to do, the last three verse chapters of the book of Matt are good. Teach them what last Sunday uh, three days ago, Passover or pardon me, Palm Sunday uh, meant Jesus returned to Jerusalem. The people were waving palm branches and putting their coats on the ground for Jesus's donkey to ride a walk across, like rolling out the red carpet for royalty. Uh, they were singing praise to Hosanna on high, and then come thursday which in the christian religion is known as maundy thursday this is the the night of the last supper um jesus's last gathering with his disciples when he sets down the holy communion and he says when you break this bread do it in remembrance of me When you drink this cup of wine, this cup represents my blood shed for you. The broken bread represents the body of Christ being broken for our sins. The beating and the crucifixion that he took at the hands of the Romans because of the the Jewish Pharisees turning on him. Um, before you go thinking I'm anti-Semitic, Jesus was an olive-skinned Jew. He was not a white surfer with a goatee. He was a Jew, and he was sent to save the Jewish people. And in the prophecy of the Old Testament, it said that he would be turned. Up, they would turn on him. That the leaders would turn against him. And that he would be spat upon in his hometown, and so on. And so, when Jesus returned to Jerusalem, uh, you know, the, the head of the Jewish state, so to speak, um, Thursday night, the Jewish leaders... least we we celebrated as Thursday night, it could have been any night, but for intents and purposes, Maundy Thursday, Maundy Thursday, I pronounce it like my grandmother used to pronounce it, she always pronounced it Maundy Thursday, and she always pronounced Wednesday, 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 okay, it's just a something that's in me, my accent, okay? Maundy Thursday, Jesus gave the Last Supper. He said, do this in remembrance of me, and that's why we break the bread, the unleavened bread. Unleavened means no yeast, because yeast used to represent sin, and Jesus was free of sin so we break the bread in his name in remembrance of his broken body for our sins. We drink the cup of red wine, or most churches it's a shot glass, but we drink the red wine in remembrance of his blood shed for us. He was beaten and scorned beyond recognition by the Roman guards, as they mocked him, he. what they would do is before they would crucify someone, they would beat them up to weaken their body to make the crucifixion go faster. With Jesus, because he was the king of the Jews, and they didn't, the Romans did not want to believe that, um, and they saw him as a threat, they beat him extra hard, um, also they were being encouraged by Satan and probably demon possessed while they were doing that um, Pontius Pilate gave Jesus a trial, and at the end of this trial, Pilate washed his hands he he got He had his servants bring him a bowl of water, and he washed his hands and said, "This man's blood will not be on my hands." If the Jewish Pharisees want him crucified because they think he's broken their laws, then we will let them have their way. This was a way to appease the crowd that the Pharisees had riled up and that Satan had riled up uh, against Jesus. So Jesus carried his cross up to Mount Calvary and was crucified on Friday. It's called Good Friday in the Christian religion. I often thought as a child and as a young adult, why do we say Good Friday when it's the day our Savior was killed? Well, it's a good day for us because he was killed for our sins, and we can... be set free and when we turn from our sins and accept christ as our savior now the door to the kingdom of heaven is open to us sunday is generally referred to as easter sunday some people just say some people will call it risen sunday because um i think there's a a pagan god easter that's the god of new birth and some christians don't want to be mixed in with that but in my house it's called easter sunday and it's all about jesus rising from his grave no one witnessed jesus soul or spirit return from hell and punishment for our sins back into his body but when Mary Magdalene and another other women another woman went to Jesus grave the stone had been rolled back there was a huge stone placed in front of his grave the graves then were like a a cave and there would be a a platform or a bed carved out where they would lay the body and it would be wrapped in Um, a shroud with embalming uh, perfumes and things. Well, to make sure nobody stole Jesus' body, they allowed a stone to be rolled in front of the grave. When the women showed up to see if Jesus was still in his grave, they saw the stone rolled back and thought someone had stolen his body. And then they see an angel sitting next to the tomb, and the angel explains he is risen. And the women, and I think one of the, it's in the book of Matthew, read it. Women and one of the disciples who also showed up went running to tell the other disciples he is risen. And then Jesus reappears to his disciples as they are all gathered in the upper room trying to figure out what they should do and so on. But this is why Christians celebrate this Holy Week. It starts with Palm Sunday marking Jesus' return to Jerusalem followed by Maundy Thursday, the day of his betrayal, Followed by Good Friday, the day of his crucifixion. Followed by Easter Sunday, the day he rose from the grave. So, while your kids are trapped at home, I started to say this a minute ago and then I got off track. The worst thing that ever happened was when they took prayer out of schools. And... I think you can historically look and see the changes in the world, at least in the United States, Um, after one atheist had prayer taken out of schools, okay, and... The nice thing is about this Corona pandemic is where are your kids at? They're being homeschooled, and the state, the school cannot stop you from teaching the Bible in your home. So, start with Matthew 26, chapter 26. If you don't own a Bible while you're at Walmart hoarding toilet paper, you can go to the book aisle and buy a Bible. Um, If you open it up, you'll look for Old English writing, You'll know what I mean when you see it, when you try to read it. Um, It's called the King James Version of the Bible. And if if you flip one or two pages in, there'll probably be a a page that says King James Version. It may say it on the front, or it may just say Holy Bible. Um, A simpler text is the New International Version. This is one of the versions of the Bible I grew up on, and the Bible that I showed you that my church gave me when I graduated high school, this is called the Living Bible, the Bible that I was just reading from. Uh, It's a very modern translation. I think it it came out around 1976, the year I was born, actually. Uh, It came out in the 70s, I know that. And it's a translation of the King's Je- King James Bible, and it's widely accepted as being accurate. There, there, are <coughs> <coughs> old devil's trying to make me cough, Haley. This Bible uh, has been translated into political correct versions and many variations. Because they don't want to refer to God in the masculine form. They don't want to say mankind in, re- in reference to human beings. When the Bible says mankind, they mean men and women and everyone. But some newer Bibles want to be politically correct and say humankind. And I think, I feel that that takes away from God's word. Uh, The King James Bible was derived from the Latin versions of the Bible. Latin version, which was translated from the original Hebrew version, which is the language that Jesus and the disciples spoke. It's the language Jewish people speak. So, you want to make sure you get a good Bible. King James, New International Version living Bible you want you don't want political correct Bible but you can talk to your kids this week and explain this is what this week is about um I think I went to my first Maundy Thursday service a few years ago and uh the church that i went to really put on a good a good um service also um there are usually good friday cross walks or something where you know people will reenact jesus carrying the cross uh and end it with a sermon uh for some reason we eat a, a lot of fish on good friday But because of social gatherings being canceled by, and they're usually not a religious event. It's usually like a fire station trying to raise money or an organization trying to raise money with a Good Friday fish fry. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. But um, I I don't even care. why am I talking about fish for? Because it tastes good. Oh, that's why. Um, but we, you know, celebrate Good Friday at home with your kids, explain to them what it means, explain to them with the Bible, what Monday, Monday, Thursday means Good Friday's meaning the real meaning of Easter Sunday morning. And there'll be churches online, um, on YouTube that you can watch. Um, on some local churches are doing like live Facebook feeds or live YouTube feeds. Um, some churches are doing drive-in church service where you drive into the parking lot and the pastor is up on a platform and you can hear the sermon from your car and not have to get out. Um, and some churches are still meeting, um. And and I have my thoughts and opinions on those things. Um, but I'll, I'm not going to make this a political video. This is about Christ rising to say, save me from myself, from my sins, from my sinful nature. And so while your kids are trapped home, you're homeschooling them. The government can't take the Bible out of your house. They, the government cannot take prayer out of your home so you have a captive audience and we have a chance to inform the next generation about the Bible this week. We have a week, maybe more, of staying at home where you can pray with your kids so that we fulfill the great commission that Jesus set down for disciples that came before us, we can now disciple to our kids. Uh, Well, you can disciple your kids. I can disciple to my dog, I guess. Um, I don't have kidlets. But it's just some thoughts I had on this holy week and how now... We can celebrate it with family even better than ever, every day of the holy week. Palm Sunday's already passed us by. Um, but Monday um, Thursday is tomorrow. My accent is back. Good Friday is the day after that. Easter Sunday is two days after that. So, on Saturday, you can preach at them whatever you want. Explain to them what Monday, Thursday means. Explain to them why it's Good Friday, because that's the day Jesus died for our sins. Explain to them what Easter is. That's the day Jesus rose, like was prophesied, and showed and proved to everyone he was more than man. He was Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in one. So there you have it. Amen. Hallelujah. Where's the law, right? Thank you all for listening. Um, Share this podcast. Share this video. Um, Subscribe to my channels if you'd like. And God bless you. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins. Thank you, God, for this holy week and the freedom to celebrate it in your son Jesus name. Amen. God bless you guys. Pray for one another and I will see you on the next video. Video, video killed the radio star. <laughs> Sorry, I had a little flashback to 80s MTV just then. <laughs> God bless you. I love you guys.